Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 16 of Be With Me in the Book of 1 Timothy. We're going to do a doxology today, which is a formal statement of worship that Paul writes to Timothy, and we're going to review it today. And we're going to title today, We Confess This is Great. Here it is. It's from 1 Timothy chapter 3, the last line of it, actually. Great indeed, verse 16, great indeed we confess is this is the mystery of godliness. He was manifested in the flesh. It's talking about Jesus. Vindicated by the Spirit. Seen by angels. Proclaimed among the nations. Believed on in the world. And taken up in glory. This is 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. So it starts. There's a seven lines Great indeed, we confess, is the mystery of godliness. This is the first one. So he says this is a mystery. Now, by mystery, we don't mean that we don't understand it now. It means that we would never have understood it. We could never have figured out. The wisest person in the world could never have figured it out, spiritual guy or otherwise, unless God would have shown it to us. David didn't figure it out. Abraham didn't figure it out. None of the Old Testament men and women didn't didn't figure it out. Jesus had to come and reveal this this way out of our troubles. All right, it says great indeed. So this is a great, loud, large, important, and a little bit surprising me- uh, message. Great indeed, we confess is the mystery of God- godliness. So confession. First of all, it's we. I hope you have a plurality. I hope you have people around you. I hope you have a community that you can believe amidst. It's it's supposed to be agreed by all. It must be admitted. It's undeniable. So something is going to be required of you at the end of your life and at the end of these seven minutes. So the summary here is this mystery of godliness, this mystery of the faith. You are supposed to be agreeing with its content and its greatness, its size, its importance, and most specifically, its application for you. So when we speak of it in agreement with this, believed on in the world here in the fifth line, you are the one that is believing, and it's not just the world, the, the theoretical world, it's actually your world. All right, next line, he was manifested in the flesh. So the he they're talking about is Jesus. Jesus is revealed, he's made known, he's seen clearly, and he's made visible in the flesh in the way that we could understand him. He came in a way that we could understand him, in a body that we are familiar with, and in a world that we occupy, and amidst troubles that we understand. That's what it means that Jesus came in the flesh. He's vindicated by the Spirit. Next line. So what he did and the way he did it and its completion was confirmed by the resurrection. And it was approved by the other members of the of the God, Godhead, of the Trinity. Yep, this went all according to plan. The rescue operation went off without a hitch. It was perfectly done. Jesus, this was, this was Jesus' perfect enactment. And it was his perfect manifestation, and the result was perfect, and it's approved perfectly by the rest of the Godhead. Nobody is sitting around in heaven criticizing, um, kibitzing, offering helpful suggestions. They're all saying, well done, perfectly done. Fourth line, seen by angels. 
So this victory is displayed before the heavenly beings and not so heavenly beings, even us on, on, on the world. It's seen, it's displayed. Uh, spiritual furniture was moved. It was seen and approved there by angels, sort of these created beings, as well as by the creator. Fifth line, proclaimed among the nations. So it's now communicated here. It's detailed. It's explained. It's taught to the non-Israel. So the nations is usually a buzzword in the Bible for uh, for the non-Israel nations. It's code for everybody can be in the family. Everybody can be in the pool if you want to be. Having Jesus do the right thing, it's recognized as the right thing. It's communicated to you as the right thing. But in a sense, that's not the end of the story. That's not quote unquote enough. It doesn't mean, I don't mean to disparage what uh, what he says is vindicated and celebrated and agreed on in the, in the heavens. But what Jesus did doesn't end on the cross and with the spiritual furniture being moved. To t- and it's just not to take anything away from him, but he does ask one thing of you. It's almost as if at the end of this, this amazing passage that talks about what Jesus did, he says, but wait, there's one more thing. After all, there's after all this, there's one more thing. He leaves a little bit on the table for you. And what is it? To be believed on in the world. Is it ready for it? It's belief. Jesus did his part, completed, you know, agreed on in, in the heavenly place, in the places. And But he asks one little thing of us. Belief, confession. So... The reason he came in the flesh was so that we could understand him in a body that we were familiar with, in a world that we occupy, and amidst troubles that we understand. Why? Well, so he could rescue us, and he's done everything except one thing. That is your belief. You're taking him up. You're receiving him. You're believing with him. I mean, I'm not saying that Christ's work, work is incomplete, but he does leave one thing for us, the Bible says it very clearly, and that is our belief. And here it is, the last sixth line out of the seven. Believe on in the world. Believe on in the world means for you. It, believe, it means not just in the world theoretically, it means your world. So let's today believe on him in our little world. It says that he was taken up in glory. I'd almost like to say... What I'd like for us today is for each of us to take him up in, uh, take up his glory, to believe on him and confess him today. So as we go through this doxology, the conclusion is we are supposed to be the ones that we agree with this. We confess this is great. We confess great indeed on the manifestation of the flesh, vindicated by the Spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nation, and believed on in, on in the world. We confess this is great. It's Jesus. Thanks for listening.